1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Now, Asif, traditionally, this time of year in real estate, it's when business kind of slows down, and we reset for the new year. Isn't that right? That's right. Okay, so before we look ahead to 2019, I'm going to put you on the spot to define the real estate market of 2018. How would you characterize that year? Uh, Very tentative. Uh, A lot of people sitting on the fence. Now, if you think back to the end of 2017, so even from October, there was so much panic. There was so much speculation about what would happen with this new stress test that's coming, what's going to happen with all the changes that were implemented by the government. And there there was almost chaos and panic. And that translated into six months of just horrible sales. And what happened after those six months? That's when you start to see consumer confidence kind of come back to the market. And, uh, you know, people were positive. They were saying, look, nothing really happened. And we're going to get back in the market. And sales started moving from about June onwards. And June onwards into late fall? Till uh, Basically till November. And November, we we hit a bit of a a slower period, which is, you know, traditionally that's when it does start to slow down. I think we felt it more because the momentum from, you know, building from May until October was so great. Uh, November felt like it was slower than it usually is, but it wasn't that bad. And how would you look at the month of December? Here we are at the end of this year. How would you characterize the month of December in terms of real estate? December has been funny. We thought December would end up around the same as last December, but uh, we're aiming down about uh, 25 to 30%. And are you shocked by that number? I am, uh, especially with the way that things were going over the, the last five months or the previous five months. We thought December would, you know, end up around what December was last year, which for York Region was about 767 sales. So, you know, we're we're hovering around the uh, the mid fives. We'll, we'll probably finish up right around there. We got a couple of days left. So, uh, you know, it, it depends on weather and things like that. And our weather has been good. Yeah, so we can't blame it on the weather this time around. We can't. And that's why it's surprising, because if we would have had three snowstorms, we'd say, hey, it was the weather. But we've had great weather this December. And what do you think then is um, holding the market back? I think people are so fed up of just being negative and and they're out there they're celebrating the Christmas season and they you know they're they're focused on family this December. Okay. And I think this is very reminiscent of 2009. So the end of 2008 beginning of 2009 there's there was a lot of pent up demand and and you're going to start to see when we get into the second half of our show we're going to talk a little bit about what to expect for 2019. But I think we're going to see 2009 all over again, where it just goes gangbusters. You're looking back a decade? That's what it's going to be like? Real estate kind of goes in cycles. And if you look at, uh, if you go back even to 1999, 
it was really quiet at the end of 1999 because everyone thought, wow, Y2K, the world's going to end mm-hmm. and I'm not doing anything. And then you get into 2008, so almost 10 years after that. And at the end of 2008, we had the, the recession because we were kind of following and, and seeing what the United States was doing in their recession. And people started to figure out late in December that, hey, we're okay in Canada. And 2009 just exploded right off the right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to see this year, too. Okay. Well, before our listeners think we're in a time warp and we're talking about 2009, let's talk about 2018. And as you know, here in York Region, we're made up of nine municipalities. Can we go through each and perhaps provide a wrap-up to the real estate story in each city or town? We sure can. Okay. So, so let's start off in Markham. Start, starting off in Markham, we've got a little bit more inventory, not a huge amount of inventory over what we had last year. We've got uh, about 822 homes on the market right now, as opposed to last year, we had 748. So not a significant increase or decline there at all. Where we saw a decrease was sales. So Markham was down for the year about 24%. And and what that uh, is, is we had a lot of people sitting on the fence at the beginning of the year. And although we made up some ground in the last five months or so, it wasn't enough because Markham was down over 50% at the start of the year. So you could see how much ground we made up, but it just wasn't enough. You know, if we could extend the year by three or four months, mm-hmm. we'd probably make that up. But, uh, but we're down about uh, 800 homes okay. in Markham. Let's move west to Vaughn. Vaughn again, down as well, not as bad as Markham, but they were down about 16%. And uh, in terms of inventory, again, Vaughn is about 100 more units for sale, but they also had a lot of condos that were built, and so they're on the market now too. Okay. Uh, Moving to Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill is down 25%, so similar to Markham uh, in number of sales. And again, with inventory, Richmond Hill is uh, pretty much the same. They have about 60 more properties for sale. And what about looking to, uh, to the north and new market? New market, it, it surprised because it was down a lot and it started to rebound. It ended up minus 22% in, uh, in number of sales. And uh, e- even with uh, inventory, there's less inventory in new market right now than there was last year. And is, is that's a good thing? That's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing for sellers because they're, they're, they haven't been hit by, uh, you know, the increase in inventory and people waiting on the fence. So w- what's coming up in new market is selling as it did last year. Okay, so we'll continue our wrap-up of the real estate story, and we'll move to Aurora. Aurora was only down 11.5%, so one of the uh, the strong points of the region. Aurora's inventory is almost exactly the same as last year, just around the 250 mark. And, you know, they were pretty solid. So they, they uh, their average price actually went up, and we'll get into average price after too, but Aurora's average price, um, you know, increased over... Uh, uh, last December, and for the year, they're uh, pretty solid as well. And why do you think there was maybe a bit more positivity in Aurora? With Aurora, it's a quieter market, so there's not a lot that changes in Aurora. It um, it, it also piggybacks off of the uh, surrounding market, so if Richmond Hill is slow, Aurora's going to be a little bit uh, more uh, price-friendly, so people will move up there instead. Mm-hmm. It's not too far. So Okay, Georgina. Georgina was the hardest hit market. Now, last year, Georgina had a killer year. It was a banner year for Georgina. And uh, that's why Georgina, when you look at the numbers and it's 39% off of what it was last year, people will start to freak out a little bit. But when you compare it to a normal year, it's not too bad. It's just compared to last year because Georgina was so hot. Uh, You know, last year, Georgina sold 1,054 homes. 
and this year we're going to finish around the 650 mark. So it's a huge change. Right. But uh, in terms of, you know, how Georgina actually fares, uh, you know, year over year, if you look at 2016 or 2015, the numbers are more in line, and inventory hasn't changed that much in Georgina either. Okay, East Willenberry. East Willenberry was <clears throat> up 2.5%. So that was one of the that's, positive signs. That's the that's the only positive, but uh, but no, it's that's great for East Goulburnberry. It's growing as well. There was uh, you know over 450 sales in East Goulburnberry, as compared to on average about 438 in previous years. So East Goulburnberry was a, a good sign. Witchard Stoville. Witchard Stoville down 18 percent. Uh, you know Yikes, last double year. Digit. That seems like a lot. For Witchard Stoville, it's not too bad. Okay. It, it's uh, I mean compared to. To Markham and Richmond Hill, it's still ahead of the curve. So, you know, they, they, they'll they finish at about 540, 545 homes for the year. And, you know, last year they did 656. So, again, it was a hot market last year. So when you compare it and, you know, if you think about February and March when we're looking at minus 38%, they made up a lot of ground. And we'll wrap it up in King. King was down 24%. Again, higher ticket items. Uh, a lot of people were affected by the stress test that brought down affordability. So King was affected that way. There are about 290 sales or so this year, as opposed to, they're off, they're off by about almost 90 sales. So uh, again, with King, it's because of the price points, they're higher. A lot of people got caught in the affordability gap with the stress test and that affected their sales. Would King and Aurora be considered more of luxury markets? Kingwood for sure. Okay. Aurora has its pockets, uh, as everything else does, like Markham, mm-hmm. Richmond Hill, even Newmarket. Uh, King is mostly executive homes, okay. so it's more of a, a luxury market than than the rest. All right, we'll keep going here. When we come back, Asif Khan looks ahead to the housing market of 2019 and whether it will be a good time to buy or sell. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Asif, we started this show with a look back at 2018, and you defined or characterized this year in real estate as? This year was, you know, there was a lot of hesitance in the market. It was, uh, you know, a lot of people sitting on the fence trying to figure out what's going to happen. Okay, so it's time now to look ahead to 2019, and joining us next on the show is business mentor, international speaker and author of Deliver the Unexpected and Six Other New Truths for Business Success, and he's also a real estate trainer. Richard Robbins is here in studio with us. Welcome to the show, Richard. Well, thank you very much for having me. Rich, we're we're looking at uh, 2019, and, and we're going to get that crystal ball out again this year and, and talk about... What we're expecting for 2019. So, what can buyers and sellers expect from you know, your expert uh, opinion on uh, on where you see the market going? Well, I think 2019 will be uh, somewhat similar to 2018. It actually could be a little better. And the reason I say that is because if we go back and think about 
2017. There was a lot of changes there. We had stress testing that took place, or not stress testing, but the foreign buyer tax that took place, the 16-point plan that was put in place. I think that had an effect. Last year, we had the stress test started in January, so I think that affected a lot of people. Plus, we had a number of bumps in interest rates last year. So I think there was a lot of uncertainty going into 2018. A lot of people were wondering, should I do anything? And whenever we have uncertainty, what people tend to do is wait. Now I think we've got sort of the new normal, if you will, and I think people are going to get back to normal in 2019, barring any huge economic changes. So I think it'll be, in terms of unit sales, I think it'll be very similar to what we've seen in 2018, maybe up a little bit. Um, And I do think you're going to start to see overall more confidence in the market. I agree. And, and, you know, I'm I'm relating this almost to, uh, if you remember, the end of 2008 when the U.S. was going through so so much turmoil and we were kind of sitting on the fence waiting to see, you know, will the other shoe drop? And and 2009, it, it just seemed, it seems like it's the same type of energy that's out there right now as it was at the end of 2008. And heading into 2019, I believe we're going to start to see the same type of thing that happened in 2009 where People just said, okay, this is the new normal and we're ready to go. Let's go out shopping. Yeah, I agree. And and let's face it, you know, if we go back, you know, 15, 16, and 17 were pretty phenomenal years in real estate. Uh, Large price increases, that is not sustainable long term. So we saw it balance out a little bit more in 2018. Obviously, there's some, you know, prices came back a little bit, especially the high end stuff, uh, low end stuff still doing very well, condos doing very well. I think we'll see more of that. Um, But also, if you think about it, it's a great time to be moving up, isn't it? It sure is. Because if, if you're moving from a condo or, say, a more inexpensive detached property or even a townhouse to something that, you know, where there's been uh, price regression, well, the delta's smaller. So I think you're going to see people just say, okay, how do I take advantage of this market, right? Exactly. Where before it was just everything was going up. And now there are great opportunities, and as you said, people get used to what it is we have, and then they get back out there, the uncertainty is gone, and they start to make the moves. So your advice to some of our listeners then out there is to take that chance, maybe take that step up if you're looking to, um, you know, maybe upsize that uh, single-family home. Now is the time to do it? I would say it's a great time to do it. I, I, I think it's a great time to upsize. I also think it's a great time, you know, really to get in the market, uh, because condos are going up in price very, very strong in terms of price increase in 18 and I think 19 as well. So the longer you wait to get in the market, okay, the more it's going to cost you. Plus, everybody's talking about interest rates. Well, if you go back historically and look at the last 25 years, we still have historically low interest rates today. It's just people are comparing to what it was a year, year and a half ago, right. and they were... They were, you know, I don't think, you know, my personal opinion, I, I'm not convinced we'll see those rates again in my lifetime. And I know we've talked about it on this show, those double digit interest rates of the 90s, you know, or the late 80s. I was there. I remember it. And, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, we still have single digit uh, interest rates right now is something to take advantage of for sure. Oh, I think rates are amazing. And uh, again, if you look at it, I think it's a great time to get in because if rates are going to go I think anywhere over the next year, they, they might inch up a little, but the, the jury's still out on that, which means the longer I wait, the more I'm going to pay for interest rates. And if I want to get in as a first-time buyer into a home, chances are I'm going to pay more in September than I, than I am sort of in February, March. 
right? Plus, it's a great time to be selling something that's been appreciating and buying something where maybe prices have come back a little bit because obviously the gap's smaller. Yeah. I think also with uh, people that are smart sizing, you have a lot of, especially in areas like Markham and Richmond Hill, and you have a lot of senior people that were waiting to cash out on their properties. This is a great opportunity because there's more people moving up. So now all of a sudden you have more buyers looking for your property. And if you think to 2017, Rich, like the average price in Markham was hovering around a million fifty thousand dollars Now that average price, granted condos have played a huge role in that, and the average price of a condo is four ninety three. So that's brought the average price down because of the number of condos being sold. But we're at about $900,000. So that's right in the wheelhouse of so many people now. Yeah, we've got back to a place where it's it's really become a little more affordable, right? And I also think that, you know, if you're going to buy a home, and I know you would agree with this, is that you got to look at it as a long-term investment. It's not something you're trying to, you know, prices going up at 15 or 20 points a year. You know, we had a lot of speculation in the market. Um, and that's never good long term for any marketplace. You know, what you want is people getting in. Okay, I'm going to be here for 5, 10, 15 years and maybe move up then. So we're getting back to which I think are, are better fundamentals, if you will, uh, in the real estate market. As opposed to that quick uh, fix, that quick turnaround. Right. And we talk about affordability on this show as well a great deal. And for that first-time buyer, the condo was the option for them. Do you think 2019 is still going to be that way? Or are you suggesting that maybe they could opt for a detached home or something a little bit bigger? What do you think? Well, I think, you know, if we look at the GTA, I know we're talking about York Region right here, but if we look at the GTA, condos have become so popular because it's what people can afford, right? Um, and even the, the sort of the lower-end detached townhouses, you know, prices really haven't come back too much in those either. So I still think condos are going to be a very popular choice for first-time buyers. Not saying that some... You know, some other people might choose to go the other way. But I still think condos are going to be the play for most people. And I think uh, we're going to see more and more of those built over the next little while. Uh, it's just, I just believe it's a, a, a permanent transformation that's happening um, because we're living in a very, very large city now where space is expensive. So land is expensive. So condos become the affordable play to get people into the market. Right. I agree. And, and there's so much vertical construction happening right now, even in areas like York Region, where we weren't used to condos in Vaughan or Markham or Richmond Hill. And you look at downtown Markham or you look at around the new subway line in Vaughan, it's all vertical. And the prices are continuing to go up because the demand is there. So for first time buyers, again, it's, it's a great play to get into the condo market. At the same time, you look at uh, townhouses and semis where Last year, they were selling for over a million dollars in York region. Right. And, you know, now they're more affordable. Now you start to see, you know, traditional price points, if you want to call it that, at about the 850000 mark. So now you've got, you've brought that back into the picture as well. So, again, lots of great choices for uh, residents in York region to be uh, moving into the market or moving up. And what do you say to those listeners who maybe purchased a home in uh, 2018 and now has seen that, um, that price of their home maybe drop a bit? What's your advice to them? Just stick it out. Remember, this is not uh, a short-term fix. Sure. It's no different. If you think about it, and it's no different than a stock. Let's say you buy a stock at a high price and the stock goes down. Well, in all fairness, you only take a loss when you sell. Well, you don't sell. You wait. Long-term, go back as long as you want. Real estate always appreciates. We have some weaker years, but generally speaking, it always appreciates. So hang on. Just stay, stay in the game. 
Okay, Richard, I'm going to put you on the spot before we wrap things up. Uh, how would you, you know, take out the crystal ball? How would you characterize 2019? What's it going to be? I think it's going to be a very balanced year. <clears throat> what I mean by balanced is we're not, I don't think we'll see um, sales up a lot more in terms of numbers than maybe they were in 2018, maybe a little bit more. So I just think it's going to be a very balanced year. I don't think buyers are going to have to rush like they did. They have more time to look around. I also think there's going to be more deals to be had. You're going to be able to negotiate a little bit more. Um, you know, you can look around, take your time, uh, maybe get into a market that you couldn't get in before. So I look at 2019 and say for, you know, if you, if you just think it through, it's going to be a wonderful year eh, to be buying or selling real estate, depending on where you're going to move. I agree. If you look at inventory, it's up over last year as well. And last year we had high levels of inventory. So when you consider that people have more choice, they're not, they're not having to put down 10 or 20 or $50,000 over asking for their, for their home. And, and they do have the luxury of time now. So they can get second opinions. They can go back and see a house a second time, get a home inspection done. So it's a, it, you know, there's peace of mind. It, it's, it's all part of consumer confidence. And Sounds like I a good news story in real estate then. It sure is. Okay, Richard, thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions, our Last ones for 2018. You all set, Asif? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Jim in Aurora says, There was a time when buying a home in the spring or summer was like something out of the Hunger Games. <laughs> Great for sellers, but not so much for the buyers. Jim wants to know if you think the days of bidding wars are over. That's a great analogy, Jim. So the days of bidding wars are not over. And, and I'm going to qualify with that with... You know, historically, or, or 2016, 2017, bidding wars meant you need to go in, no conditions, maybe fifty, a hundred thousand dollars over asking to scoop the home of your dreams. You don't have to do that anymore. Even if a home is absolutely stunning and it's going to get three or four offers, they might be at asking price. So the the days are not over. However, the crazy price points that people were paying for that home, those are over. So don't be frightened. Don't be frightened. Go in with the best offer. And and people forget that it's not only about price. There are a lot of factors that go into making sure that you have the winning offer. And that includes closing date. It includes uh, conditions that are included in the offer. So as long as you have the right package that you're offering to the seller, you're going to have a winning bid. So make sure your realtor does their homework. They know what the sellers are looking for. And if you go in with a, a nice clean offer that they're going to like, then you have a, a better chance of winning it than just on price. All right, moving on to our next question. Linda in Markham says she is away from work now for a couple of weeks and uh, wants to know what she should be doing right now to get her home ready to sell in late spring. Can you give her sort of the top three or top five tips to do right away? 
The first thing you should be doing, Linda, is just decluttering the home and and oh, taking you keep out using and that word. You got to make sure that it's um, you know when people walk in, it's welcoming and and there's lots of space to walk around and you don't have a lot of clutter. Not a lot of stuff on on the walls or pictures because when people walk in, they want to know that this is a house that they can see themselves in. If you have a lot of family portraits or or personal items around, they're going to be thinking that they're imposing on your house and they'll never feel comfortable enough to see themselves in that property. So that's the first and main tip. Anything else that she should be doing right now? I think just a, a general cleanup, painting, making sure that, uh, you know, the the power area so your the foyer the kitchens the bathrooms they're all you know maintained properly maybe you need to recock your bathrooms maybe you need to to update the kitchen put in granite counters uh, we do something called the house call so we come in and we'll let you know exactly what you need to do to position your home to be in in the top third of the homes that are selling in the area and we hear this from a lot of our listeners who say, I don't want to invest in my home now as I'm preparing to sell because the new guys are just going to come in and do their own thing. What do you say to them? They will, but it depends on what you're investing in. And again, you, you need to have a professional opinion to say, hey, if you do this, this is the return that you would get on it. So sometimes if you're investing three or $4,000 into your home, it may translate into a $10,000 benefit for you. Or if you do... If you change the furnace, it may help you get the value for your home rather than people saying, well, you know, the furnace has lived its life and I'm going to take off $10,000. So you want to make sure that the things that you're doing will actually help you with the return on your property. Our last question comes from Carm in King. She's worried about the growth and development in what was her quiet neighborhood. And this may be just the right time to find a seniors or a 55 plus community. Where does she begin her search? Does it mean she will be moving further north? So there are a lot of communities that you could see yourself in. They don't necessarily have to be north. So there's great communities in Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughan even in uh, Ballantrae. So you don't necessarily have to move north. Let's find out where you where you want to be, and then we can kind of identify some communities that would be great fits for you. Now, you know, Asif, most of us, our first stop is the Internet. Um, is there a place that she can go to? Is it your website that maybe she can at least begin that search? The, the best place where you can go, and it updates... Uh, you know, instantly, it's a site called homesearchpros.com. So it's all one word, homesearchpros.com. And you'll be able to find, uh, you know, properties. You can sign up for search alerts so that you're being alerted every time something new comes up. There's, a, it, It's an interactive site, so you'll have someone guiding you along the way so you're not searching alone. Because, you know, there's so much information available on the Internet but there's also so much information on top of that that you need for your informed decision. So a site like Home Search Pros, you'll have all the information you need, but also you have that bridge to uh, to to get you to the decision. And uh, Carm is looking for a seniors or a 55 plus community. Do those exist and how are they defined when you're searching for something like that? It'll be adult lifestyle. It'll be seniors living. So, uh, again, best thing to do is contact a realtor. They'll be able to help you or even if you're on Home Search Pros, you know, hit the help button and someone will help you identify the actual area that you should be searching in. And then you can take it from there. 
Well, that's our show for this week and this year. Happy New Year, Asif. Happy New Year to you as well. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.